Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked On Flames. The Chase 2-100 is on as Mama and Papa Hockey are back in town tonight for the first time since, I think, February. And the Flames are crawling very slowly back to full strength as Kelly Yarncrook is back in the lineup tonight against the Seattle Kraken. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everyone? I'm your host, Jess Belmosto of the Metropolitan Riveters Public Relations Team. I hope you're having a great day today. Thank you for making Locked On Flames your first listen of the day. Um, it's a little late while I'm recording this, so I hope you've listened to other podcasts today. But you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Odyssey, Audible, you name it, and YouTube as well, and they're free 99. Today, we are absolutely going to be talking about how Yarn Croak's back in the lineup this season being unbelievably successful, and of course this week ahead for the Flames' little three-game homestand that starts tonight. Yarncroke was back at uh, practice today, according to Pat Steinberg, uh, who is always providing us in insight and uh, information regarding the Flames, uh, and always always doing the work, the hard work that the people want. And uh, Razichka, Carpenter, Goodbranson, Shillington, and Valimaki were skating late, which means that they will more than likely be sitting out tonight. So it's great to see that Yarncroke is over that mysterious illness that was going around. And hopefully that's not spreading through the locker room. I know that um, I too was out of commission last week because, you know, I also caught some sort of virus. But, you know, stars, they're just like us. But (laughs) Markstrom is back in net tonight, which makes this two games in a row for those who are counting at home. And what does how long does this next streak go on for? You know, they have nine games left after tonight. And I don't think that they are in a position to <laughs> ride this man into the ground, especially if they do clinch that playoff spot tonight. And riding Markstrom into the ground is not going to do anything. Like you are not setting your team up for success if you do that. Now, I know Daryl Sutter knows more about managing a hockey team than I do, but I would think, I would think that with a goalie who is a little bit on the older side, I use that very lightly, but uh, that you would tread lightly with how you're managing his games, especially number one, this late in the season. And number two, when you are looking to make a true push for the push in the playoffs, you want to have, um, your goaltender be ready and not put him at risk for a late season injury. And I hate even saying that out loud. So knock on wood. And if you are around wood, knock on him, please. But you have to really start to wonder, you know, with the game against Arizona, can they start uh, Vladar with this game against Seattle? Are they starting Markstrom so they can? They're more likely to clinch a playoff spot, probably. But uh, you know, I think that we are going to 
hopefully see a little bit of a change, uh, especially w coming next week with, uh, or I guess, yeah, after this string of games, I would assume that the Flames are going to want to, you know, do one every other between Vladar and Markstrom. You know, obviously don't bench Markstrom. Number one, you would never do that. <laughs> but let him rest and let him, you know, still get those reps in during, you know, the games and what have you. But don't wear him out against teams that aren't in your playoff picture. You know, if they close out the season against Winnipeg. I don't believe Winnipeg is in a playoff spot. I could be very wrong, but I, I just, I don't see why you would start him there or uh, against Arizona. Like I mentioned, I don't see the point of putting him like Markstrom in net against Arizona. I don't. And I will be very surprised if he is, but you know, I, do we have him at five over or under five games for this uh this next streak? He was at nine last time, so it would be very bold for Sutter to go over five, especially with nine games left after this. So we'll just have to uh cross our fingers and hope it's the under and hope that you know he gets to start against Vegas on Thursday and then we see a switch in goaltending on Saturday. <laughs> but coming up next, we we like actually need to sit down and talk about how much the Flames have achieved this season and the expectation versus reality of this first 82 game season since 2019-2018-2019. And we will absolutely be discussing the tweaks the roster changes and of course the confidence and chemistry of this Calgary Flames team but first let me tell you about Shady Rays. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that gives you the features of $200 sunglasses for a fraction of the price. That means polarized lenses, well-constructed durable frames, and premium high-end finishes. Also something you won't find anywhere else is Shady Ray's insane protection program. This, this was truly the selling point for me. You ready? Hear, hear me out, okay? Shady Ray's includes lost and broken, lost and broken protection on every single pair. They will send you a brand new pair. If you lose them, no matter what happened, give them a try. And if you don't love them, you can pay, you'll pay nothing. You know, it's as simple as that. And plus 10 meals are donated to Fight Hunger in America when you shop with Shady Rays. Exclusively for our listeners here at Locked On, they are offering a promo code for you to get 50% off of your purchase. So you can head to ShadyRays.com, use code Locked On to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized glasses. That's code Locked On for their best deal of the season. 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Rays sunglasses backed by over 150,000 verified five-star reviews. And of course, we are also just going to squeeze in here and talk about BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, news, and major updates, uh, 
on, on betonline.net. It is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today on your mobile device, your desktop, your iPad, your iPod, whatever, to learn more about the trends and actions. Bet online where the game starts. And thank you all so much for making Locked on Flames your first listen. And thank you for following along with me. You can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto as well. Um, you know, one thing I think about when looking at this team is how our expectations were very high last year. And this team is performing the way that many of us expected last year's team to perform. You know, they went out and got a goaltender. There were minimal roster changes. You know, it it was not that simple, though. You know, they're performing at a much higher level this year. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, the Flames have a chance to clinch tonight. Um, this happens if the Flames win in any fashion tonight against Seattle. And then if Los Angeles just kidding. They they cannot clinch tonight. It has to be. It's tomorrow. I, I apologize. They clinch on Wednesday. Uh, Los Angeles loses Tuesday and Wednesday and provided one of those is in regulation. Okay. So please forgive me. Uh, the Flames, I just really will be the most insufferable person on Twitter because my Bruins could clinch tonight. The Flames could clinch tomorrow. Clinch. It sounds like clinch is such a weird word. Clinch and clench. Like they're just really weird words. But um, you know, I think that that is so exciting that to go from a team that was just horrific last year that it was brutal to watch. Every time someone asks me to compare, you know, this team to last year's, it is. All I think about is that game against Vancouver. It was a hockey night in Canada game. And Vancouver had five goals in the first period. They had 50-plus shots on net. And it was the most discouraging game I had ever watched. Like, in my hockey fandom life. I I turned it off. I said, you know what? We're just, we're done. Like, there's no point in watching this. This team is not making a push for the playoffs. It is 10 o'clock at night. I don't want to be miserable. <laughs> like, we'll just put, push that to the side. Um, and you know what? Comparing that to this year's team, I would say that this team has 100% overachieved. Uh, we, didn't, we did not know how players would react to Daryl Sutter's system. We did not expect Johnny to succeed under Daryl's system. And to go from this team that could not buy themselves any form of consistency to multiple players playing their best hockey of their career is outstanding. And I, we need to talk about Noah Hannafin because I'm pulling up a stat right now because Audie tweeted it this morning and we need to talk about the pride and joy of Norwood, Massachusetts. very close to my hometown. The Flames pairing of Noah Hannafin and Rasmus Anderson are playing at an elite level. Their pair has elevated their game to like 
to where they are a top three pairing in expected goal percentage, which is 58.4. And uh, the two pairings ahead of them are Wegar and Ekblad and the Flames' own Shillington and Tanev. So they are playing at this level that is so exciting, that is so good. Both of them struggled last year. Anderson had a really down year, and I think part of it had to do with, with his D partner. I'm sorry, former captain Mark Giordano, who always oh, can say who they play tonight, but that's right, he got traded to Toronto. Um, that's embarrassing getting traded, like trading your captain in your inaugural year. And then, yeah, but you know, credit is given where it's due. And I think that one of the things that we can do is watch watch how those two play together. You see Hannafin just, yeah, he makes some dumb plays, but he had three primary assists the other night, which we cannot, I, I three out of the four goals the other night were primary assists from Hannafin. And that is incredible. You love to see it. And I personally expected this team to be a wild card team. I did not see them sitting at the top of the Pacific while Vegas is fighting for their lives. And I kind of expected it to be reversed, as did most people. I think if you go back and look at our predictions uh, on Locked On NHL, everyone said that the Flames probably be third, fourth place team and that they'll be a wild card team. No one had them at this. No one expected this. And I think that's what is so fun is that they are just a bat out of hell. They have come and made everyone's lives kind of miserable, especially Edmonton fans, which is chef's kiss. But the Flames have one thing on their side, and that's chemistry. The chemistry between them really is something special. And I've talked about it before, and I'll talk about it again, especially through this playoff run. But they remind me so much of the 2019 Bruins and how they were a little, you know, scrappy team that was able to get stuff done. And they were able to have everything firing when they needed to. You know, that was Tugarask's uh, most successful he, like season as a uh, Bruins goaltender, as a Flames goaltender. And... It was incredible to just watch the goaltending, the secondary scoring come alive. You know, the first line kind of fell apart, but we don't we don't need to talk about that. But it was just really magical to watch. And I have a very good feeling that the Flames are going to do something similar because of that chemistry. And all we need to do is get Mangiapani scoring again. If we can get to Foley scoring again, too, that would be nice. You know, he broke his little drought, if you will. But we just, we're going to have so much fun this spring. I can, I can tell. We, we're going to have so much fun, you guys. I can't wait. But coming up next, we're going to preview this next week of games for the Flames. And, uh, you know, kind of just wrap up the show before puck drop. But... Before we do that, I have to talk about one of my favorite, favorite things on earth, (laughs) and that would be Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family-owned, owned owned and operated business that is here to save you money. 
when it comes to fixing problems with your cars. And if you've listened, you know that my passenger side window in my car does not go down. And now my driver's side window does not go down. So I have to go place another order on Rock Auto. And it's very simple to do. Their website is so easy to navigate. You don't have to deal with any of these, you know, any humans <laughs> like when you're in a store trying to explain what's wrong with your car. But uh, it, the prices are reliably low for every customer. You know, I am buying the part and then taking it to a mechanic shop. But I'm sure there's people out there who buy their brakes and replace their brakes themselves. Not me. Um, but bless those people. I really think that uh, Rock Auto is <laughs> one of the sponsors that like I have truly... Uh, benefited from and you can just you can save 30 50 or even 100 percent um, when you use rock auto instead of shopping at chain stores and all you have to do is uh, head on over to rockauto.com right now check out uh, the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices and all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com I wish I was joking about my car, you guys. <laughs> it makes me so sad. Uh, my car, for those of you who are new here, hi, hello. Um, I inherited my car from my dad when he passed away. And I told myself, I'm like, you are driving this thing into the ground until like you cannot drive it anymore. And it's only going to cost me like a hundred bucks to um, have my window replaced, you know, to get, to get it up and running. And that's with labor costs. But I <laughs> I just I don't want my car to fall apart I love it and it, she got a she has a cute little sunroof and she's blue she's okay enough about my car but uh yeah the flames it, I'm glad that they're working it all in one piece instead of my car but uh you know this week for the flames is looking kind of fun I guess you know uh you're playing against a team that is just horrifically bad and that is uh the Seattle Kraken tonight when the puck drops in about 35 minutes uh, from when I'm recording this. And of course, this is a home at home. Uh, the Flames were in Seattle on Sunday? Saturday? Over the weekend? <laughs> when, uh, you know, they just kind of laid a smackdown at the Climate Pledge Arena. And it was very nice to watch uh, them kind of do that. I... You know, it was a 4-1 win. Can't complain there. Take your two points and head back home for two days off. I'll take it. And then um, I think tonight that they can easily just have fun. Do the same thing. Why not? You're at home. I need to see Mangiapane score. We are not going to hit 20 games without a goal. That is simply disrespectful and uncalled for. But... The Flames do play Vegas on Thursday, and the last time that these two teams played, uh, <laughs> the Flames shut out Vegas, and that's when everyone started to take the Flames seriously, because it's not like it was just like a 2 nothing game. It was a 6 nothing shutout, so they are having their own problems right now. Mark Stone is ready to um, come back after being on LTIR and missing most of the season with a back injury. But they can't really finagle the cap space. Um, 
which is very interesting. Sarah and I actually talk about that on the national show tomorrow, which will be out um, early tomorrow, Wednesday morning. And then I, they have their own like goaltending issues as well. So it would be, I'm not saying like, oh, this is going to be easy win, but Vegas is fighting for that playoff, that second wild card spot right now. So we could see um, them show up and really fighting for their lives. And that's nothing that we should be surprised about. I think that this is a completely different team than years past. I think the Flames have finally kind of showed them that they can compete with them too. But it'll be interesting to see if Mark Stone actually does come back and how they make that happen. Because as of right now, I don't know how that can work. I don't, I, I'm not good with math, but either way. Uh, and then Arizona comes into town with uh, Nick Ritchie, Brett Ritchie's brother. On Saturday, and the last time these two teams played, it was a 4-2 win. I really don't know what you're going to get with this team. They are obviously out of playoff contention. They are mathematically eliminated. But one thing about them is that they, the Flames can underestimate their opponents. Every team is guilty of it, especially with this being towards, you know, last few games of the season. I... I don't know what you're going to get. Again, this is a team that this is their Stanley Cup. Um, They could beat up on the Flames. If Vladar's starting, anyone can beat up on them. I'm just kidding. I think Vladar is a fantastic person. But, you know, I think especially as this week progresses and players are potentially coming back to the lineup, we could see... Flames at 100% and just kind of steamroll this team, which I which I would expect. That is kind of my expectation <laughs> for that game. So I would say that the Flames are probably winning two out of three of these games. Um, Seattle and Arizona being two. I don't know what you're getting with Vegas, honestly. So we will have to wait and see because I can't sit here and predict the all of it, but <laughs> thank you all so much for tuning in to today's episode of Locked on Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and I appreciate you all listening, subscribing, downloading. We've already surpassed uh, last year's download numbers, which is incredible. So thank you. Please continue to share with your friends. Share with your hockey fans who or your hockey friends who are trying to jump on a bandwagon. We will happily do a playoff uh you know, overview and preview before they start. And I am very much looking forward to all of our bandwagon listeners. And thank you all so much. And I will see you all tomorrow with, of course, a recap of the Kraken game. Bye-bye.